the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It was really exciting this week when the trucks rolled in with the stuff for the roof. And boy, do they have that process down. There were huge trucks that came in. They had loaders. They looked around. If you noticed when you drove in, they're very neat. They have their little flags up. And every day they've come to work on the roof. And uh, I've talked to Buster. Buster is the foreman. He's a doll. I love Buster. He's very jolly. He's, you know, he comes in from the roof sweating, and I said, oh, should I stick a meat thermometer in you, Buster? <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's really been something watching them this week. But it reminded me of my grandfather who said, if you have the right tool, then the job is really easy to do. And if you don't have the right tool, you can still do the job, but it might take you twice as long. And if you've ever tried to open something with a dime instead of a screwdriver, you know what I'm talking about. Well, the right tool for this church is the sanctuary, is that building over there. Now we're here, we're in the parish hall, we're worshiping, it's okay, right? Everyone's cool. Maybe the seats are a little bit more comfortable. But the bottom line is that our tool is out there. So we're using this today. It may not be the right tool, but it, it will work. But it's important that we have the right tool for the right job. And our job is to equip the saints for ministry. That's what we heard in Ephesians. And what all of you have done is made sure that we are going to equip the future saints for ministry. Because the roof that we're putting on the church will last 50 years. And right now, the people who are going to deal with the next roof may not even have been born yet. It won't be any of us, most likely, unless it's these twins over here. <laughs> so it's wonderful that, that we have come together as a church family to equip the saints for ministry using the right tool. But it's not just about the building, as we know. We need skills, and the skills to equip the saints for ministry include coming together to hear the word of God so that we can be transformed, doing Bible study together so that we can get a sense more of, of where God is calling us. All the things that we do together as a church, the community building, the scripture, the, the liturgy, the Eucharist, all of that we do equips us to go out into the world to do what God is calling us to do. But it actually goes beyond just having the right tool and the right skills. There's one more aspect of what we need in order to be equipped to do ministry in the world as saints of the church. And I learned that at an early age when I went to college and there was a cross-country ski team at the college that nobody tried out for. I don't know why, but the coach was kind of bummed out. It's a small woman's college in New Hampshire where I went my first two years. And so he kind of looked around at people's admission applications and he found out who did downhill skiing, alpine skiing. And so he recruited the downhill skiers. And I was one of those. I raced in high school not very well, but you know, I crashed my way down the hill. So I didn't know anything about cross-country skiing, so I said, oh yeah, sure, that sounds like fun. I'll be on a collegiate team. I'm going to be in sports in college. Who would have thought? <laughs> so he gets us out there, and cross-country skiing is not the same as downhill skiing. <laughs> this came as a little bit of a shock to me. It's a heck of a lot more work. You, you ski up the hill. Who does that? 
know, we'd be sweating and, you know, your heel's not attached and we'd be going up the hill. He was on a snowmobile going, hut, hut, hut. We're like, you know, going up the hill. It's like, it was torture. So he gets us to the top of the hill and none of us had cross-country skied and we have to go down the hill and make a 90-degree turn at the bottom of the hill. And he just tells us, you know, this is what you do. And I see these bushes at the bottom. I'm thinking, oh, that doesn't look too good. Well, you know, I'm a hot shot downhill skier. So I get on these cross-country skis and I'm barreling down straight down the hill realizing they're not going to turn like an alpine ski. And I go right into the bushes. And they're not just bushes, they're pricker bushes. <laughs> this is not good feedback. So, you know, my teammates are barreling down and I'm the first one in the pricker bushes, so I got like, you know, the gravity and the weight and all of that. So then the coach thinks, oh, maybe I should teach them a little technique, right? Because <laughs> we got the tools, we got the skis, we got the poles, we're in the beautiful outfits, by the way, which is why I joined the team. Lovely sweaters. So anyway, we got the tools, now we need the skills. So, he took us to a smaller hill and he drilled us on a step turn. You gotta pick up your skis and step it around. And we just did that constantly all day. And then he took us back up the big hill and we're staring at the pricker bushes again. And you know, I'm praying at this point, even though I'm not really believing in God because I'm in college, but I figure what the heck, you know? So I go down the hill, we all wipe out in the pricker bushes. So that was the end of that day. So the coach went home and he thought like, these these women are athletic, they can ski, they have balance, they've got coordination, like why can't they make that turn? And then he had a revelation. So the next day he comes into ski camp and he sits us down at breakfast, he goes, you know what? You guys can do this. I know you can do it. I believe in you. I've seen what you have. You can do it. And he just kind of talked to us. And so pretty soon I'm thinking, yeah, I can, uh, not only can I do it, when's the Olympic tryouts, you know? <laughs> so we go back up the hill and, and the, the first girl goes down. I wasn't going to be first. And she makes it around. And then the second one makes it around. The third one makes it around. Even I make it around, barely, but I made it. And I realized that the third most important thing to equip the saints for ministry is belief. We need the tools, we need the skill, we need the belief. And in the gospel today, we heard the disciples ask Jesus, what do we need to do the work of God? And Jesus said, you need to believe in the one whom God has sent. And if you were here last week, that's kind of what I was getting at in my sermon last week, is that we need to believe in the one whom God has sent. We need to believe that there's more power that can come from Jesus than what our minds can get our minds around. That instead of thinking, well, how does that power happen? Or how does God work through Jesus? Or even how does God work through us? We need to believe that God can and does and is working through all of us. And we need to help each other with that because we all have moments where we think, Maybe we think for a moment there is no God, or maybe we think that God wouldn't choose us to work through, or maybe we, we just have moments of incredible doubt, or maybe we wonder, what are we doing here as a church? Or maybe we think, how can we put a roof on the church in the middle of the worst economic downturn we've had in 20 years? And we start to doubt, we start not to believe, when in reality, God is there, working through us, and we need each other to remind 
each other that that is true. Every time I think, how can I be a priest? Now, if you knew my entire history, you'd think, hmm, she has a point there. <laughs> but then I look at the story we've been reading in Samuel. David commits adultery, murders, gets the woman pregnant, murders the man whose husband, the woman he committed adultery, murders Uriah the Hittite, and then today we hear how he finally realized that he did something wrong. I mean, this guy's got moral issues. He needs some counseling, big time. But what does God do? God works through David. He's an adulterer and a murderer, and God can still work through him. So I figure, okay, I haven't murdered anybody, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Maybe God can work through me. Look at St. Peter. He was always putting his foot in the mouth. Who does Jesus decide to build his church on? St. Peter. So it's not about us being perfect people. It's about us saying yes and believing that, yes, God can work through us. The adults um, and the youth group leaders are taking the kids on a mission trip today. The only thing I didn't pack was rain gear. <laughs> I was on the list. There's a Walmart close by, though. Okay. I'm the eternal optimist. But, you know, the, the adults are taking these young people on this mission trip to put a roof on a, on a trailer. Now, what adults in their right mind would think, oh, this is a good idea. But we know and we believe that this is a good idea because we have had the experience, having done this before, we've experienced the transformation that can happen for all of us, for the kids, for the adults, and for the people that we go to help. And so we believe that we can make a difference, and that belief then gets translated into the young people that we're with, and they begin to believe that they can make a difference, even, at, even as a teenager, even as a youth as a young person, that God works through all of us. God works through these tiny babies here because every time we see them, we see the miracle of life. God works through us all. So what do we need to do to do God's work, the disciples asked Jesus. And Jesus says we need to believe in him who sent us because Jesus, who was sent by God, shows us the way. And the way that we come to that belief and that sense of belief is through the way of love, through the way of caring. And part of how we care for one another is that we help each other in our moments of unbelief because we need to equip ourselves for ministry through the tools that we have, the skills that we build, and the belief that God working through us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Amen. <laughs>